Hello, I hope you're good. Welcome back to episode two of Make It Happen, the podcast. The three things that are keeping you stuck. I'm covering each of the three things that I notice most of the time are holding people back from accessing their fullest potential. I'm going into all the juicy details about each one of them and you might need a pen and paper for this by the way because it's absolutely jam-packed full of value so I really hope you enjoy this episode I hope there's a lot that you can take away from it and I hope it makes you feel inspired so enjoy hello Welcome to Make It Happen, the podcast. I'm your host, Emily Harris, life coach, mindset mentor, and entrepreneur. And I'm here to be your guide and bring you all things mindset, personal growth, and self-discovery. This podcast is designed for the people who believe they truly can have it all. The people who are ready to unapologetically be, do, and have everything they dream of. It's your place to be for all the inspiration, knowledge and empowerment you need to fully wake up from unconscious autopilot, expand your self-awareness and wildly transition into the most confident, most energized, self-loving and powerful version of yourself. And by listening to this podcast, you've already taken the first step. So take what you need, leave what you don't and know that you truly are the expert on your own life. And if you're ready for unshakable confidence, deep self-compassion and radical mindset shifts, then you're so in the right place. So let's go make it happen. first thing that might be keeping you stuck is that you're looking at what everyone else is doing you're looking at what everyone else is doing being what everyone else has and comparing your life to theirs comparing what you have to what they have or comparing who you are to who they are and there's a quote out there that says comparison is a thief of joy and I agree with that but To a greater extent, I believe that comparison is a thief of freedom for me because when you're looking at what everyone else is doing and you're scrolling on Instagram, you know, looking at everyone else's lives, you're giving your power away. You're giving your freedom away to what you think you should have, who you think you should be. And with that, you're not in your own lane. You know, there's a reason you are on this planet right now. Whether you believe it or not, there's a reason you are on this planet right now. There's a reason that you've been through experiences that have happened for you. There's a reason that you're feeling like you are right now, you know, whether that's super fulfilled and super happy or a little bit stuck. There's a reason for all of it. And I think that is your power. So looking at what everyone else is doing moves our focus away from ourselves. you know, to start with. We're not focused on ourselves then. 
we're focused on perhaps society's expectations or other people's expectations or other people's beliefs and fears. But I think you can get in your own lane so easily. You can do that, you know, by discovering your values, starting to make decisions based on what you want and what you think is best for you. And if you don't know right now, you know, you can just try. It's about trial and error. I think there's this idea that everything has to be perfect and we have to follow a certain route and a certain path and there's certain steps to take. But really, it's all about trial and error. It's all about following the breadcrumbs because that's where things get to be fun. (laughs) That's where we get to find out what we truly love. Because have you ever kind of stumbled into accidentally doing something and being like, oh, well, I wasn't expecting to enjoy that. <laughs> so it's about just just following that, following the niggles, following the things that bring you joy. And by doing that, you're, you're getting in your own lane. You're showing up for yourself. And with that, you don't need to look elsewhere. You don't need to look at what anyone else is doing. And you don't need to ask other people to make your decisions for you. Because deep down, you know that you're worthy, you believe in yourself, you're in your own lane and you know that the only person who can make the right decision for yourself is you. And with that, I wanna kind of touch on something that was coming up for me there and I was thinking about a lot of the time I hear this when people are wanting to invest in themselves, especially for the first time, you know, invest in a course or invest in a program or invest in a coach or anything like that a lot of the time people will go away and be like yes this is what I want to do you know I'm feeling the niggle my higher self says yes this would be amazing for me it would be so good and then they go away and speak to their partner or they speak to a family member speak to their parents or something like that you know which is absolutely fine like of course of course you want to get other people's ideas But suddenly that yes, that hell yes, (laughs) turns into a, oh, actually, I don't think I'm worth it. I don't actually think I'm, I'm worth spending that much money on myself. And actually, maybe that is too expensive. And maybe I don't think that I can actually make this transformation for myself. And all of this stuff starts to come up because we can so easily when we're not in our own lane and we're looking at what other people are doing and looking to other people for advice, looking really to other people to be the expert on our own life, then we can start making the wrong decisions. We can start internalizing other people's beliefs, other people's fears, other people's thoughts and feelings about what you think actually is is best for you that could be keeping you stuck and a fabulous way that you can start making decisions that are in alignment with yourself is if you're feeling like you want to ask someone for their opinion go in to the conversation knowing really what you want the answer to be trust yourself enough to tune into your intuition and know what you want And this can apply to anything in in your life, not always investing in yourself, right? So go into that conversation knowing what you want the outcome to be. And then ask the person, you know, for their opinion. If If you're interested, ask them. See what they have to say about it. But know that that other person has a whole heap of beliefs 
and thoughts and past experiences behind them that might shape the opinion that they are putting onto you. So know that you can be so in your own lane that you can choose to do and be and have whatever you want because for as long as you're looking and comparing and ultimately feeling bad about yourself by looking at what other people are doing like I said you're giving your power away as well as that it's okay to remove yourself from the situation altogether I think there's kind of this belief in the personal development space, the wellness space that, you know, you should never, it's, it's weak to completely remove yourself from a situation that's not serving you. You know, you should be strong enough to be able to face what's showing up, be able to look at other people's stuff on social media and, and not feel triggered and not compare and not feel bad about yourself. But to be honest, the quickest way that you can get back in your own lane is to remove yourself completely from the situation that's making you feel triggered. Go behind the scenes and do the work on yourself. You know, why did that trigger me? Or why do I feel like I'm less worthy than them because I saw them lying on a beach with this, you know, super edited body looking like a goddess in Portugal right now when I'm sat in my house on my sofa feeling like oh because I can't even leave the country (laughs) you know explore that by yourself remove yourself from the situation explore it and then go back into it because then you're back in your own lane so that's the first way that you might be keeping yourself stuck. That's the first way that you might be limiting your own potential and ultimately not living life on your own terms, which you know, you know I'm all about. <laughs> the second way that you might be keeping yourself stuck is that you have sky high expectations of yourself. And that kind of ties in with the comparison situation because it's all about feeling like you should have something or should be something and all of these expectations and I kind of imagine it like there's the inner critic part of your brain that's kind of stood there with like a checklist you know like a a teacher (laughs) and they're sat there and they're ticking off have you done this have you done that have you got the full plan together do you know exactly what you're gonna do before you even think about starting and I say this as a recovering slash recovered perfectionist this was me I put off so many things for the sake of wanting to have a plan and wanting to know exactly how everything was going to pan out and I don't really know the moment that it shifted for me but really I realized that actually by planning everything out one I don't have any spontaneity and I'm not living in alignment with my number one value which is freedom for a start and secondly where's the fun (laughs) where's the fun in knowing exactly what's going to happen where's the fulfillment in having everything mapped out and planned out and ticking off everything off the list it's like being back at school right And with that, you know, perfectionism is so, so common in high achievers, in ambitious people. And I know you're a high achiever and you're ambitious, whether you identify it with yourself or not. And a lot of it does come from childhood. Like perhaps you did get the grades at school or you felt like actually you didn't have to try as hard as some people did at school because 
things came a little bit easier to you. And it's fine if not, but if you resonate with perfectionism, there's something in you that has held yourself to really high expectations before in the past and it served you. But now, especially as you know, you're wanting to make a change in your life, you're wanting to set up a business, you're wanting to have a successful career and ultimately feel confident and fulfilled and free in your life, having these sky high expectations of yourself are actually keeping you stuck, keeping you safe. Having that massive checklist of everything that you need to do before you even think about going after your dreams is an absolutely perfect way for your ego to keep you safe, to keep you in your comfort zone because really, are your expectations ever going to come true? Are all your expectations ever going to be met? And if the answer's no, then I wonder if the whole time you're truly setting yourself up to fail. And really with perfectionists, I notice that a lot of the time their biggest fear is failure. So with that, I would say, can you release the all or nothing mindset, this need for everything to be exactly as it should be, to meet every single expectations, you know, to get an A star in every single area of your life, every single second of the day, because it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And with that, can you look at the opposite? the opposite to having an all or nothing mindset you know is there is there some kind of middle ground is there somewhere you can meet yourself in the middle and say look I know I'm conditioned and my brain feels like having these high expectations are are really good for me and I don't want to not have any expectations because in a way they serve me so how can I meet myself in the middle Where can I start to bring in some of the, you know, the opposite of perfectionism, which is spontaneity, really? How can I bring a little bit more spontaneity into my life? Where can I just step back and let things be and trust that I'm on the right path? As long as I am allowing myself to fully be the person that I'm here to be, be authentic and express myself in in the ways that I want to. And as long as I'm following the joy, then really, I'm just going to trust the process. So meet yourself in the middle. It's okay to have expectations of yourself, absolutely. But if they're getting in your way, then release a few of them and just take it easy on yourself. And over time, perhaps your life will feel more free and you will feel more fulfilled And like you actually can start to move forwards because there aren't these, this unbelievable checklist that is impossible to follow kind of hanging over you the whole time. And that's what I did. And that's really what has worked for me, leaning into the spontaneity. And I started doing it in my personal life, you know, not planning every single holiday down to the last second or not having to know exactly what was going to be going on every single day whenever I went on a work trip or not having to have a complete schedule for every single weekend and I just let things be a little bit because really I was trying to control everything I was trying to have complete control of my life but actually it was slipping through my fingers I was actually losing control of the things that were really there ready and waiting for me 
And funnily enough, as soon as I let go of some of those expectations and some of that perfectionism, I was so much happier. And now I love being spontaneous and being like, shall we just go for a meal? Shall we just go for dinner? Or do you fancy going away this weekend? Or rebelling against the plans that I I should be making for myself on the weekend and and doing what I want to do, what feels good for me. And I just want to touch on something to do with expectations. And I think a lot of us can feel like our expectations if we, if we lower our expectations, then we have to lower our standards. And I just want to say that they're two completely different things. Your expectations and your standards are completely different. So lowering your expectations slightly just to give yourself a break a little bit and stop yourself from feeling so exhausted is completely different to lowering your standards and not having your boundaries anymore and giving your power away. So I just wanted to share that. So I guess something that you can take away from this is where can I meet myself in the middle a little bit more? Where can I stop being so strict and hard on myself? And where can I give myself a bit of a break? And with that, it leads us into number three, the third thing that you might be doing that's keeping you stuck. And it's that you don't know what you want. And I've left this to the end because I think there's so many different branches off this and I wanted to cover a few of them. But a lot of the time, people will tell me, I don't know what I want, but I know I'm meant for more. Or I don't know what I want, I have absolutely no idea what I want. Don't even ask me that question because it makes me feel super stressed and and really fearful. And that's okay, you know, if you're in that situation right now, that's okay. Because you don't always have to know what you want straight away. A lot of the time it's actually so much easier to have a look at what you don't want and then look at kind of the polar opposite of that. What's the opposite to the things that you don't want? Because 99.9% of the time, when you've got an idea of what you don't want, you've got an amazing idea of what you do want because it's usually the complete opposite thing. So let's say you want to step into a new career and you know that you don't want to be working shifts anymore. You know that you don't want to be working for someone else. So with knowing that, what's the opposite of that? Working kind of a nine to five perhaps and having your own business, working for yourself. So therefore, from knowing what you don't want, you've given yourself what you do want. When you know that, and you have an idea of that, it doesn't have to be crystal clear, but as long as it's, you've got the idea in your head, keep your focus on the thing that you want. The thing that you do want, not the thing you don't want. I think a lot of the time that people are so scared of declaring what they want, and I think a lot of the time it's not that you don't know what you want, it's actually that you're afraid to put it out there to declare what you want, to say what you want, to say it out loud, to write it down, to tell other people. And I think a lot of the time it's because people are afraid it might actually happen. If they put it out in the world that they want to have their own business and help other people, then ultimately they feel like that might actually happen. You know, if I say that out loud, that actually might happen. And it's this fear of being seen. It's this fear of actually making your dreams a reality, actually making your life feel as fulfilling as you deserve it to be. People are so scared of declaring what they want 
because they're afraid that it might actually happen. There's kind of a lot of phrases with that as well. This play your cards close to your chest, you know, don't tell anyone just yet. Keep your dreams a secret, all this kind of stuff. But really know that you voicing the things that you want to have in your life is giving the universe and yourself a massive sign that you're ready to receive it. So when you've got hold of that and you've got an idea of the things that you want to call into your life, then really feel into the feeling that you'll have after you have that, after you've received that, whether it's a job, whether it's a promotion, whether it's a business, anything else. Know how you'll feel afterwards and follow that feeling. I touched on this in episode one. Follow that feeling every single day. Bring a little bit of that into every single day of your life. Another branch of this, not knowing what you want, is that I find a lot of people that I speak to have an idea of what they would love to have, what they would love to be doing for work, what they would love to feel in their life. But they feel guilty for wanting more than what they already have. They feel bad for saying, I want this, or I want to earn this amount of money for myself, or I want to have a house on the beach, or I want to live the dream. I find that a lot of people feel guilty for that, for, feel guilty for wanting more than they already have. And to that, I always say to my clients that actually you living your dream life as a normal person, you know, with a relatively normal life or a normal past, making it happen for yourself is literally raising the vibration of the planet. And I don't say that lightly. (laughs) I don't say that lightly. You actually going after your dreams and saying, no, I'm not listening to the narrative out there that says I should just be grateful It's about saying, I'm not listening to the narrative out there that says, I should just be grateful for what I already have because there are people out there who have less than me, who live a life that is less fulfilling than mine and I should just be grateful for what I have. Because imagine if you knew that taking the next step out of your comfort zone, choosing a new path that scared you a little bit, starting that business that you've been so worried about starting actually gave other people like you or those people who are less fulfilled than you right now what about if it actually gave them the permission slip to go after their dreams too what if them seeing you living the life that you deserve to live the life that you want to live living your dream actually gave them permission to go after their dreams as well What if it actually inspired them to get out of their comfort zone and get a bit curious about what they want from their life as well? If that was the case, I wonder if you'd still be holding yourself back. You know, whenever I'm in that state of thinking, whenever I'm worried about what other people might think, what other people might say, these feelings of I should just be grateful for what I already have and and not want any more than that whatsoever, I'm like, Em, your business is not about you. Your work is not about you. This worrying about posting a reel that might be a little bit out there and might make people say or think or have an opinion, it's not about me. 
And I tell myself, I'm like, stop making it about you. Because in that instance, you instantly remove the ego. You instantly remove this identification and this meaning that has been attached to the situation that you're in. And I tell myself, this is about a cause way greater than you can see, than any of us can see. We're conditioned to fit in a box, to play small, to never speak up, to stay silent, you know, to live an average life, never have more than average, right? But be the one who changes something, the one who radiates freedom and happiness, the one who gives every single other person on this planet a massive permission slip to fully express themselves and their desires too. I always, always say, make your mission bigger than your fear, your guilt, your lack, your shame. Because imagine if following your dreams meant that you could help the community, that you could help the people who have less than you, that you could help the people who need you, right? Because I really think knowing that and knowing that you going after your dreams and living the life that you want to live is actually raising the vibration of the planet and giving so many other people a permission slip to be authentically themselves, to make decisions in alignment with the person that they want to be, the life that they want to live, then you can't possibly keep getting in your own way. So powerful, right? I'd love it if you can kind of hold on to that. Think about that next time your ego wants to kind of make you play small and make you feel guilt and shame for wanting anything more than you already have and just these kind of beliefs of you should just be grateful for what you already have and not want anything more come up. Just think about the person who is about to get a massive permission slip to be, do and have everything they want to have from watching you do exactly the same with your own life. And perhaps you can have a journal on the question, what would I do if my life was a permission slip for everyone else in the universe to live their dream? That's a good journal prompt. I might do that too. (laughs) And see what comes up, see what shows up for you. And I'm sure it's going to be so powerful and so exciting. So... I hope you enjoyed episode two of Make It Happen, the podcast. If you enjoyed it, I would love it if you could leave me a five-star review and write a little something in the review box. That would mean the world. I really enjoyed recording this episode for you. I was kind of free-flowing and getting in the in the flow of things. So yeah, I really hope you enjoyed it too. And if you have any questions or you wanted to share any thoughts that came up for you whilst listening, then please pop me a DM on Instagram or you can pop me an email as well and I'll get back to you. So I hope you have a lovely week and see you again next week. Take care. You've been listening to Make It Happen, the podcast with Emily Harris, the place to be for all the inspiration, knowledge and empowerment you need to fully wake up from unconscious autopilot, expand your self-awareness and wildly transition into the most confident, most energized, self-loving and powerful version of you. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, then please leave a five-star review and share it on your socials because the more you share, the more people we can reach to truly help them to access all that they need to truly make their dreams a reality. 
Don't forget to hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss out on any further episodes. And I hope you have a beautiful day. Lots of love.